Good morning. It's 6.18 a.m. on February 25th. A lot has happened since my first podcast. I'm actually just laying in bed right now and I was thinking, man, I guess it's up time to update my two people who listened to my first podcast because I got so, not discouraged, but... <clears throat> shy I guess you could say um so that was probably in probably like October and it's now February so since October to February October you know Halloween then November I got married had a wedding um Went on my honeymoon, which was in Hawaii, Maui, which was my second time there, and my husband's second time there. Our first time we went there together. That's where he proposed. Uh-huh. But um, like proposed, proposed down on one knee, a ring, complete surprise. It was so romantical. But um, so for our honeymoon, we went back to like. The same area that happened in... Well, not the proposal, but same island. Because Hawaii has multiple islands. And... So that was November. Our honeymoon. Which was more relaxing than anything else. Since we'd already been there. You know, instead of... Go, go, go. Which is what we usually do on vacation. We just relaxed. Which was nice. To be able to go somewhere warm since it was in November. It's pretty chilly in California. Went to Hawaii and it was warm. And so we just literally just chilled. I don't even remember doing anything but chilling. And then so that's November. And then obviously December is Christmas time. But it's also my birthday month. You know, party all month. Um, just kidding. But it's my birthday month and my cousin's birthday month. She's one day older than me. Then it's my best friend's birthday. And then it's my tia's birthday. And then obviously it's Jesus' birthday. So December is always like a busy month. And um, so December. Then January. Also, in January, I had to take my daughter to Hawaii because her dad lives in Hawaii. So I flew out there with my baby. I stayed out there a few days, hang out with my baby on the beach until I left. So she's still in Hawaii now, and she doesn't get back until March. But that'll be, like, her last trip to Hawaii for a while. Because it's expensive. Um, Now it's February. You know, Valentine's Day. Happens in February. Uh, And my Valentine's Day was good. Me and my husband flew to Vegas. Valentine's night. And got to our hotel room at like midnight. And instead of... Actually, I think we did venture out. 
Because I'm not a big gambler, but my husband has had, uh, like, signs of gambling problems in his past. So I like to, we like to make sure he has a set amount of money that he's going to spend just for gambling so he doesn't overdo it. It's just us being financially responsible, as financially responsible as we can be, really, because... It's his money. If he wants to gamble, then he can go gamble. That's fine. But I know he likes to gamble and lose. He's not like a gamble and win kind of guy. He's he's like a loser. (coughs) So while we're in Vegas, we went to see a show that we specifically went to Vegas for. It just happened to be like Valentine's time. Um, We see this show in Vegas... Now, first of all, it's not by the strip at all, and we didn't rent a car. So we just Ubered from the airplane to the strip because we stayed at the Paris, I don't know, resort or casino, hotel. I don't know, the Paris, the one with the nice, the Eiffel Tower. Go away, cat. With the Eiffel Tower. So we stayed there. So we Ubered from the airport there, which was like $22. And you can see the strip from the airport so that's pretty ridiculous like 22 bucks and then they expect you to tip after like no it took you 20 years to get to the airport and 20 years to get us back to the strip or to the strip not back i'm not tipping you and he didn't even talk to us plus there was two other girls in the car so it's four people in this five people in this car so i was wondering did those people have to pay 20 dollars as well like so this guy made 40 bucks Good for him. I mean, great. Like, he's getting money. But, geez, like, that's expensive. Oh. You know, it's six in the morning. I'm trying to get out of bed. I don't know why. But I like to tell myself how I get out of bed. So, get to Vegas. Finally. We landed at, like, 1030 and we didn't get to our hotel room until 12.30. To me, that seems like a really long time to go less than a mile. Because I think the airport is like a mile away from the hotel. You can see you can see the lights from where you wait for an Uber at the airport. So you can see the strip from the airport while you're waiting for an Uber. And, uh, we get to our hotel room, and I, I think we went, I think we went downstairs. I don't remember. Not that I was, like, drunk or anything, but probably just too tired to remember. But I do remember eating a pizza. I just don't know if that was the night we got there or a different night. So, This pizza, I think it was pinup pizza or something like that in Vegas. It was pretty good. You had a huge, huge slice of pizza for like seven dollars. And uh we wake up Friday morning to like construction. Well, first when we checked into our hotel, they put us on a smoking floor and they said they it shouldn't smell too bad like smoke because they just recently converted it from a non-smoking floor to a smoking floor. And I don't really like to 
be around cigarette smoke too like too long because it gives me a headache and um so I was like oh man we're gonna be on a smoking floor and they said don't worry we'll uh not charge you the resort fee because you know every hotel or casino or whatever has a resort fee per night so that saved us probably like because I don't know how much the resort like $20 maybe a night so that's like $60 that we saved which was awesome and they said if in the morning we didn't want to be on the smoking floor no more to just give them a call and they'll switch us rooms but we just ended up staying in that room because it didn't actually smell like cigarette at all the whole floor was great so i don't know what kind of maybe air purifier or a system they got going on or since it is recently converted the stink hasn't gotten to the into the walls or carpet yet get off me kitty and uh so it was fine and they have like the most amazing smelling soap i'm a big like i like the hotel soaps like to see like, what hotel's spending more money? And just on soaps, because people generally do use these soaps pretty often. I like to keep them and hoard them at my house in case I have guests who didn't bring soap. So I just give them that soap from the hotel, which makes you seem kind of fancy. Like, oh, maybe they ordered it. I mean, who am I trying to impress? No one coming to my house is like checking my soap. They're just like, oh, you have some soap? I'm like, yeah, here you go. It's just convenience. <laughs> But the soap there smelled super good that I talked to one of the cleaning ladies. I was like, hey, where did they get this soap from? And she was like, oh, I don't know. But do you want some more? I was like, heck yeah. But this happened in like Spanish because she was Spanish. So I think that's how I got, you know, we stick together, I guess, when it comes to soap. We don't want each other smelling bad. So she gave me like a few extra soaps plus the extra soaps like they leave in the room like they refill restock anyways so i got that soap brought it home oh anyways we're still at vegas at this point and so at 10 in the morning we get woken up by this construction above our floor and it's just it sounds like like a jackhammer, I don't know what they're called, but the tool that you see in the movies that the guys are using to break up concrete, and they're like going up and down, it's like a pogo stick, but you could plug it in, and uh, so we keep hearing this noise, just ba 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 and then he would, whoever it was, would like stop, they're like, oh yes, they stopped, and they'd be like, ba 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 ba, before you even finish thinking, yes, they stopped. It would start again, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? So at in that morning, it's Friday morning, I'm like, man, we should just switch rooms. But we actually took out our clothes from our suitcase and put it in the drawer, which we never do. But this time I felt like, oh, let's just put the clothes in the drawer. We're staying here three days. Might as well not live out a suitcase and enjoy it i mean we went to hawaii for a whole week and we were literally living out of the suitcase when it would have been just easier to you know put some things in the drawer and um we finally decide to get up and then we go uh, hunting for food and i don't even remember what we ate that morning friday morning 
I really don't know what we ate or what we did Friday. What did we do? Oh, I think we went to eat Korean barbecue because we went to Vegas for... We had our bachelor and bachelorette party in Vegas. We stayed in Vegas a whole week that time, too. And um, allowing, like, our friends to be able to go, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Or if they worked, they could come Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We wanted everyone to be able to go and not feel like they had to be there at a certain day. Just as long as they were there. And, um... Even though me and my husband went at the same time, you know, stayed in the same, because uh, we got like a, it was like a two bedroom, two bathroom, it had a kitchen and everything, so I don't know, like a a fancy hotel room, I guess, with a kitchen, but that's where we stayed. And even though we were there together, we did everything pretty much separate. I mean, breakfast, when we would wake up, we'd go eat or cook something together, but then like after that, like his friends and whatever would take him and then I would go with my friends so we were like separate still having a good time in Vegas but there together so it worked out but it didn't want it it wasn't like weird like oh we had our bachelor and bachelorette party like together no no he had his night of strippers um and then um me and my friends went to see like Polly D DJ which was amazing um, at a pool party at Dre's, which was so, so cool. So cool. So cool. <laughs> but that was our Vegas, our first Vegas trip. So the night my husband went to see strippers, um, I called him at like two in the morning. I was like, where are you? Just drunk, you know, not like where are you? Like in a mean way. I was like, where are you? And he was like, and I was like, what? I'm getting pizza. And I was like, oh. Oh, well, let's go get Korean barbecue. So we went. It's right by our hotel to this Korean barbecue place that was open 24-7. And Korean barbecue is my favorite food. So, of course, if I'm drunk and I see something that's 24-7, oh, we're going to eat there. So they met us there to eat in the middle of the night. So that's, I think, where we went February 15th for like lunch is to that Korean barbecue place we had gone to before and that place is not not that great I mean it's good if you are drunk but if it's 12 in the afternoon in Vegas you want some like bomb food and it was it was okay I've had I've had way better I mean I've been in 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 South Korea so I know what it should taste like and uh <clears throat> and it doesn't taste like that at all but they have like the service like spot on compared to like southern south korean hospitality i guess you could say southern hospitality in korea um they have this bell that you ring it's like glued onto the table and it's not like a shake kind of bell it's like a ding dong like it's a doorbell and it's glued onto the table. And if you need something, you push a button and they say, nay, and they come see you and see what you need. So they have that part right because they don't visit the rest of the time unless you push that button. They don't ask if you need refills. They don't ask if you need more meat. Nothing. So unless you need something, you have to push that bell or you're not going to get serviced. 
And, um, so that always bothers me. Like, I feel like since it's not, since we are not in South Korea, I feel like ringing that bell is, 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 um, like needy. Like, they should just be coming to the table. Do you need some water? Do you want some more meat? Do you need more vegetables? Like, at least once come check on us without me ringing this bell. And that once shouldn't be the time that you see that we're done eating. Ask if we want more meat and then bring us our check. Like, it shouldn't be like that. But, uh, we went to eat there. Then after that, I think we just walked around, like, the strip. I didn't, we didn't do anything special. I think we went into a few casinos, checked out some some other hotels. Like, we went into the Cromwell, which I don't think, which was pretty cool. They had, well, I'll get to that later. Um, what did we? I think we ended up just going back to like the Paris Hotel and and chilling. What did we do? I don't remember. I have like the worst memory ever. I have to like write stuff down or have my reality TV show crew finally come to my life and just record everything. So like if it was right now, they would be recording in my bedroom Because I don't really sleep with socks on. And I don't like to cover my feet when I'm asleep. So they just see legs and a cat. A hairless cat. All up in my... Yeah, come on. All up in my face. Trying to get some love at 6 o'clock in the morning. But acting like a creep. Talking to my phone. That's what it'd be recording. Me... With my bare feet and only my butt covered with a blanket, really. And my cat bugging me and I'm talking on the phone. I probably probably look super crazy right now. But you know what? Shout out to my boy Mega Man. Everyone go listen to the Mega Man podcast. Because this is how he records his podcasts too. On his phone. Why do I got to sit at a table to record a podcast or, you know... Be fancy and stuff just to tell two people the thoughts of my day. You know, I'm doing it in bed. And do it probably once a year and just catch everyone up on my life, <laughs> my adventures, I guess. So, it's still Friday in Las Vegas and we. I don't know what we did, but we're back in our hotel room. And my husband says, well, how long are you going to take to get ready? Oh, I think we went back into our room just to... Oh, we took a nap. That's why I don't remember nothing. We took a nap. We woke up. My husband says, so what are we going to do now? I said, well, I got to start getting ready. Unless you want to go eat before the show. And he's like, no, it's okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start getting ready. Because I'm a girl and we take 20 years to get ready. Because there's this standard for women to look beautiful and men could just go in sweats and be perfectly fine but um he's like okay well i'll see you later and i'm like well where are you going and he said well i'm gonna go downstairs while you get ready and go gamble i said all right then you go do that have fun be safe don't spend too much money but win all the money you can win so he goes, and I take a shower. 
uh, get ready and stuff. And I get a call from... I'm almost ready. And I get a call from my sergeant. And um, I was like, well, why is he calling me? And mind you, I've been out of the military for two years now. And my sergeant is calling me. So instantly you just go back into like how you used to feel when your superior would call you on a day you're supposed to be off and you're somewhere like basically on vacation but you didn't ask permission because when you're in the military you have to ask permission for anything you gotta ask permission to wipe your own freaking ass like there's no freedom you're fighting for people's freedom but you as a soldier have zero freedom so he calls me i go instant panic but at the same time when i was in the military this sergeant was like a really not a good friend but a great like co-worker, a great boss. He was a great boss. So I had no reason to be scared or, or feel like, oh my gosh, have a flashback or something. But I did. I got nervous and I, I answered the phone. I said, what's up, Sarge? And he said, I'm sorry I didn't call you back. I've been deployed. And I was like, man, I knew you had to have been somewhere because I had called him a few months back to tell him some news. And it went straight to voicemail. But his voicemail, he actually recorded, um, like, hey, leave a message. Uh, well, his actual voice message is, you know what to do. And <laughs> it hangs up. So it's not like it went straight to voicemail and it said, please leave a message for us. Since it was his real voice, I had I left the voicemail. And he calls me back. It's been months, 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 months. And he calls me, sorry, I missed you. I didn't call you back. I was employed like nothing. And, you know, it's just what happens, I guess, when you're in the military and you get back from deployment, you get your phone and you just start listening to to what everyone's been saying. And he said, I had called him. I had called him to tell him that someone we we knew had had actually been murdered. And I felt like he needed to know. So... Um, I had I had left that basically in the voicemail because I didn't want him to feel like I just called for no reason and and he likes to he's like a straight to the point kind of boss so I felt like I should leave that in the voicemail and I didn't know when he would get back and so he ended up asking me like if um the person we knew had survived and I said no no the guy is actually on trial right now and uh no he didn't make it He's like, man, that's too bad. He was a good guy. I said, I don't know, but I knew you'd want to know. And then he started asking how I've been. And I was like, man, how have you been? Like, you just got back. I knew you wouldn't just go months without calling me. He was like, you know what? I'm good. I said, all right, man. Well, I'll talk to you soon. And to me, there's a lot more we talked about. To me, this conversation was at least 30 minutes. And then when I hung up, it was only two minute long conversation. Like, that's how efficient he is as a as a as a boss like he can get information out quick straight to the point done but you feel like you got all this stuff accomplished fast that it took a long time but it was fast because this was a two-minute conversation and it's taking me longer to explain the conversation and um that's why i'm getting ready so then my husband texts me and says he's all done well you're all done and he's like, yeah, I'm all done. I was like, well, I'm almost ready. And then he didn't text me back. And I was like, why isn't he texting me back? 
And he shows up to the room. Oh, sweet. So I don't have to walk. Because the plan was, I was just going to get ready and meet him downstairs. But since he was all done, he just came back upstairs. And then from there, we went to um, Tacos and Rita's, which was a mission. Because we're in uh, this Paris hotel. And this Tacos and Rita place is uh, in the Venetian. And then from the Venetian, we have to go to our show. And um, because our show is BYOB. Which is pretty awesome, you know, for Vegas. And, um... It takes us forever to find this Tacos and Rita's. Because all these hotels and casinos are connected to each other. So if you walk too far... It's not like if you're in... Like... LA or Anaheim. Okay, so let's say you're going to Disneyland and you need a hotel. You can walk into a hotel, get that hotel room, and... Walk in that hotel and walk and walk and walk. Take any turn you want and you will not, like, really be lost. You will be in that hotel no matter where you go. Unless you obviously walk outside. But in Vegas, if you walk and walk and walk, you're going to pass through 20 hotels. They're all connected to each other. So we're trying to find this Tacos and Rita's and it's in the Venetian. And then we ended up in another hotel and asked the security guard. And he was like, no, that's in the Venetian. And I was like, well, okay, then where do we go? He said, well, that's in the Venetian. He keeps telling us and telling us, and I'm like, but we're in the Venetian. He's like, no, you're in blah, 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 wherever we were. I was like, oh, my gosh, how are we? How do we get back there? And then our friend who lives in Vegas that me and my husband know from the military, he is actually going to pick us up, so we're saving on Uber this time. He's going to pick us up from the Venetian and take us to the show. He went to the show with us, and... We can't find this Tacos and Rita's place because there was a Groupon. I bought two big, well, they call them yarders, but I don't even think they're a yard. I think if you put them two together, they're a yard. It's not like, it was not the big, huge ones that normal, you know, visitors, tourists buy. You know, the big one you see drunk ass girls carrying down the street and they've only had a cell phone's worth of drink. No, it was two little ones. And I got, oh no, my husband got mango and I think I got strawberry. And the plan was to drink half and switch, but my dr- my husband drank his whole mango. Which I think is a little bit selfish, knowing that I love mango anything. And, um, but whatever, good for him. Because he's not a big drinker. But he drank my whole mango margarita. And, um, we finally, finally find the tacos and Rita's. And they probably have the slowest, like, customer service ever. There was three people back there and three customers. One of the customers already, like, had her food. And the two other customers are me and my husband. So it's not like we're each. It kind of had, like, this Chipotle vibe to it. So the, the someone was, like, making stuff or whatever and then serving it. And you would say, oh, I want these frijoles with this queso or whatever. And so they're taking, it took us 10 minutes at least to get our two drinks. And then the machine to pour was so slow. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to miss the show. Because I didn't know how far it was from the strip. I didn't even know how far the Uber pickup was, was from the Tacos Rita's. Because you can't just get picked up wherever. And I didn't know if, if someone's coming to pick you up, if you have to wait at the Uber, or can you just go to valet? So we just ended up going to valet and getting picked up from there. 
and he starts driving. And we've known this man, well, this friend of ours, probably like at least four years, at least, like minimum four years we've known him. And um, it has to be more than four years. I don't know. We've known him a minute. Not like a long minute, but like at least, you know, like half a minute. So a long time, but not a long minute. Anyways, so he drives. And I've been to like foreign countries where where there is no like traffic rules and laws. And there's no you don't have to be worried about the police. That's how it is in Korea. And that's where I did a lot of driving Um, is. There's, like, no speed limit. No one ever pulls you over. You don't even... Like, one time I saw a bus, like, in a turning lane to go left. So, and it was waiting. A big bus is waiting to turn left. And this car drives on the side of it, on the right-hand side, and turns left in front of this bus. And this bus was turning left, and they almost died. Whatever. So, I've seen crazy driving. And I've experienced, like, where you're driving, I guess, quote, like you stole it. But this guy was insane first of all i sat in the back seat well that's like my second millionth first of all but i was sitting in the back seat and i didn't put a seatbelt on which was dumb of me i always put a seatbelt on i'm like i'm the nagger i'm like put a seatbelt on put a seatbelt on put a seatbelt on but i didn't have my seatbelt on and so he's leaving the venetian and he's trying to he's literally in the middle of the road of two lanes one going left one going right he was like i don't know which way is faster but he just sits there. He doesn't, like, look it up on his phone or nothing. So I'm like, oh, going through, like, making sure I don't drop my margarita. And and going through, I think I took my purse. So I'm going through my purse. And then we had a bag of snacks. I'm like, where's my phone? Trying to get our friend directions because we're, gonna, we're in the middle of a busy, like, well, he has to make a choice. He needs to go left or right. But he's in the middle. So I get the directions up, and I'm like, it's right. He's like, that's what I thought. Because he's like a big, he's like, he's got to be at least seven feet tall. I'm definitely over-exaggerating, but this guy is super, super tall. He's big, super, he was bigger when I met him, like he was thicker. But so now he's like super skinny, but he looks still like pretty buff. And he's tall, and he has this really deep voice, like deep, like, <laughs> like it's so deep that when he talks, you can barely hear it because it's so low and deep. And um, and he's black, so he's just this big, huge, tall black guy with this deep, deep voice. And he's like, that's what I thought. And he just t- turns this hard right. And he's hauling ass in on the strip. So when, when I'm walking on the strip, I see all these cars on the road, and I don't see them going fast. It's like traffic. They're stuck. But our friend is somehow at least hitting 40 and which is really fast in traffic like he's hitting 40 down this road and I'm just like oh my gosh I should I should I'm thinking to myself like put my seatbelt on put my seatbelt on put my seatbelt on but I don't I don't know why that's just stupid and irresponsible so we're finally on the freeway to go to the show which was weird because I thought it was like I thought it was kind of like the airport where you could see the strip from the show but it definitely was not and um there comes another point where the freeway's like closing or something. I don't know. There's always construction on this freeway. And he makes this he like almost stops on the freeway 
and does the same thing he did on the first choice. He's all, I think it's this way. He and then he, we don't even say nothing, and he just turned so hard that I like flew across the back seat. Like I was on the right hand side, you know, the passenger back seat. <coughs> all of a sudden, I was behind our friend who was driving, and I was like, Oh my gosh, let me put my seatbelt on for real. And then all of a sudden, we were at our destination. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what if I died? <coughs> Get to the show. This show is, like, in the middle of nowhere. I've never adventured outside of, like, you know, the strip at Las Vegas. So I'm just like, where are all the lights? Where's the traffic? Where are the cars? But no. We get to the show. We go in. Watch the show. Laugh at the show listen to music at this show drink at the show get some t-shirts at the show but then our friend tells us he has to get home his mom has work in an hour and I was like what we are not like 19 20 years old I am over 25 years old. I have seen the country. I have seen other countries. I am probably on my sixth vehicle at least that I've purchased by myself. We own our home. So I'm thinking, why is this guy worried about his mom having to go to work in an hour and i'm just thinking like he's like because he's like like older than us at least at least five years old. he's in his 30s i think he said he was like 33 i don't remember but um i end up finding out that he borrowed his mom's car to come get us because his car something about I don't remember. He told me, but I didn't listen. But he was borrowing his mom's car. So he lives with his mom. He was borrowing his mom's car. The show was over at like 2 and he had to be home. His mom goes to work at 3. So, you know, the car should be there beforehand. What if something happens? Or, you know, just cushion time. She had to go to work early or something. So after the show, you know, I wanted to take pictures and stuff. But we didn't have time. We had to get the car back. So I felt like I was 17, 18 again. Rushing to get this guy's car back. Well... And then he still had to drop us off. He didn't have to, but he, 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 he was dropping us off. So he still had to drop us off at our hotel. And uh, then he had to go home. And I don't know how far his home was from, you know, the strip. But he says he lives in Las Vegas. He's still in North Las Vegas. So I don't know if that's like far or close, but that's where he lived. And then me and my husband get home. Well, to the hotel and we knock out. Time for bed. There's no more playing. But we had, we enjoyed the show, and the show happened to be the Yo 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 podcast was performing in Vegas. We flew from Northern California to Las Vegas to watch this great comedy show. Whoever's listening, go check it out. And the only reason you're probably listening is because you already listened to the show. So it's the Yo 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 podcast with at Martine Comic and at. It might be Hooter at Hooter Moreno, but 
It's Huda Moreno and Martin Moreno, son and dad podcast that um, we went to go watch. And it's not like, it's not like your typical father-son relationship where you talk about, hey dad, can you kind of help me cut the tree down this weekend? Sure, son, I'll be over. No problem. 9 a.m. See you then. It, it's not like that. <coughs> I mean, I don't know about their personal lives. It might be that. Martin might be this this bonacle-wearing grandpa with his long hair and a man bun smoking a pipe or something. I don't know. But that's not the show I went to see. I went to see the podcast, the Yo 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 podcast of a father and son just clowning on each other. And it went great. Um, so me and my husband get home from Las Vegas. We fly from Vegas to California. And <coughs> as soon as me, which it was only like an hour flight, which was super nice. Like we've been on some long flights. And so an hour flight is amazing. My husband hates flying. I don't mind. I've been doing it for so long. It doesn't bother me. But an hour flight, it doesn't get much better than that. And uh, and that's like an hour total. Like, you're off the airplane in an hour. I'm not talking about you landed in an hour, and then you have, it's taxiing, then you have to wait for your stuff. No, the whole process takes an hour. And <clears throat> as soon as we get off the airplane, my husband says, You got the keys, right, babe? I stopped dead in my tracks. I said, What? He said, you got the keys, right, babe? I said, no. He was like, I think I left them in the drawer at the hotel. I said, what? So you're kidding, right? I said, no, I don't have them. I was like, I don't have them. So I checked my purse, I checked my bag. And we have to wait for our luggage to come out. Check the luggage. No, no keys. We have no keys to our car to go home to get inside our house, to sleep, to rinse and repeat, you know, our day. And uh, instantly I get mad. I have a real, like, short fuse. I get super pissed off. I'm like, I can't believe this. And Because I had told him to check the drawer to make sure we had everything. And he didn't have everything, so he loaded everything, but forgot the keys in the drawer. And so instantly, I like to say we start fighting like for anything like if it's an argument I said and we started fighting blah 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 that's what I always say but we don't fight it's me yelling at him and him being a great husband and not saying shit back to me and um so I'm just talking at him talking at him talking at him saying like terrible terrible things and I've apologized since I always apologize I always try to apologize because I mean, it happens, and I wasn't mad at him for leaving the keys. I was mad that I told him, I asked him, like, I told him to make sure that he had everything, and he said he did. I was mad that he um, had the nerve to ask me if I had the keys when he is always in charge of the keys. Um, I was mad that, because he has this insurance that I'm not really in love with. I want him to have a different insurance. But um, his insurance doesn't offer towing. And that gets me really upset. Like, with Geico, I had... um, It's like 100 plus miles. Like, you can tow your car like 100 miles. 
So if you get stuck 100 miles away from home, you can get your car home. So he doesn't have that. He just has roadside assistance, which is where they just show you how to change a tire. I've known how to change a tire, like, my whole life, I feel like. I'm like, I don't need your help with that. I need you to tow this vehicle to this destination. But no, so I got upset about that. And I, so it was basically just everything just came out. And me saying, I told you to change your insurance. You should have, you should have grabbed the keys. I kept telling him, I'm not mad that you left the keys. I'm just mad that you don't have the insurance. But I was mad that he left the keys. But I was trying to be understanding that it happens. Like, like if I had forgotten the keys and he was yelling at me like that, I know it would have just been way worse. That's why he's so amazing. A great person. Just able to take my BS. And um, his phone's dying and he's calling... Um, He's trying to figure everything out, and I'm not helping, and I'm not um, being supportive anyway, but just freaking terrible of me. But he ends up uh, calling his sister, who has called us late at night to help them get home because the vehicle broke down. One of their vehicles broke down, and they have three kids, so they needed five of them to come home. And um, my husband's gone to help them, so we called them, they didn't answer. We called them, they didn't answer, both of them. You know, the husband and the wife. Well, the sister and her boyfriend. And um, they don't answer. And I'm like, oh, man. So then I have him call his other sister because his other sister's visiting with his parents for the weekend. And um, she doesn't answer. And it's only like 930. I know she's not asleep because she has this child, her youngest child screams like it's nightly and it's like a routine he screams and screams and screams and like he literally screams it's not just like no I don't want to go to bed he's like like in the movies like yelling and screaming down the hallways butt naked just refusing to sleep that's the kind of that's her youngest child so but she doesn't answer so I'm like man you got to call your dad and he calls his dad to pick us up and it takes him like an hour to get to the airport And so the whole time we're at the airport, I'm just pissed off. Like, I can't freaking believe this is happening. Like, I'm mad. And um, it's cold. I'm wearing shorts. And it's like 30 degrees outside. I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cold. But So we're staying in the airport, though. It's little. We see his car. We finally get in to this dad. His dad's, I think it's like an Escalade. I don't know. Some kind of SUV thing. And, um, I have my husband drive because, like, his dad can't really see at night, so it was, like, already a mission for him to come get us. Because it's, like, a 40, 45-minute drive from our house to the airport, and the dad took, like, an hour, an hour, five minutes, so we added some time. I had my husband drive us home, though. And we get to our house, and we ask the dad to wait in the driveway because on our car keys, like most normal people, our house keys are attached to the car keys and our whole home is locked and we have the dad wait in the car so we can see if we can find a way into our house we do get into the house and um tell the dad thank you i think i gave him some money just for driving over there you know he said no no i can't take it we said no it's fine then he leaves we get inside our house and we go straight to sleep because we landed around around 9.30. It's 12.30 at night. I'm tired. We just partied for three days in Vegas. It's time for bed. 
Um, because I had already filed, you know, lost keys report, everything I did already at the airport. So I get home and it's just straight time for bed. We sleep. It's Sunday morning now. I get a call from the Paris Hotel. They found our keys. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. They're sending them FedEx on Monday. But of course, I had to pay for it. I didn't pay for it. My husband paid for it, but I still, because it was his fault, he paid for it. Either way, it doesn't matter. His money's my money, my money's my money. Just kidding. It's just it's just money. We, the keys had to get home. It didn't matter who paid for it. But um, it's Sunday, and they don't FedEx till Monday. So the keys didn't get here till about Wednesday. But we couldn't pick up the car until... I think it was Friday we picked up the car. Because how am I supposed to pick up the car all by myself if I drive out there all by myself? That means I would have had to still had someone come with me to take the other car back. But luckily, my husband had to work somewhere that drove by our house and all the way to the airport that the car was at. So he ended up picking me up midday to go get the car. And luckily, parking's only $10 a day at this airport, too. So we only paid about $70. Oh, yeah, so we were there a whole week. The car was there a whole week. $70 to get the car out and take it home. And um, the car's finally home. So Sunday, that's that's when I woke up Sunday is when I got the call. Because Sunday we were supposed to... That's why we came out early. Like, we got to Vegas Thursday. We left Saturday because Sunday... We um, already had um, bought other um, show tickets in San Jose. So that's about two hours away from our house. But we were going to go watch a, a, another comedy show in San Jose on, on Sunday. But um, since it was so far, my husband had to work on Monday. We ended up just giving those tickets to his little brother because he lives by San Jose. And we just gave those tickets to him. And he was his, him and his, uh, him, his, his and his girlfriend's first time at a at a comedy show actually I don't know if it was her first time at a comedy show but it was their first time seeing Gabriel Iglesias and that's the airplane ticket I mean the the show tickets we had was to see uh Fluffy but we just didn't want to drive all the way out there and drive all the way back home because the show was at seven so we would have had to drive started driving like five to get there it probably would have ended around 10 and we wouldn't have got home till midnight and then my husband had to go to work the next day. Actually, I think I had work too. Well, either way, it was way too late on a Sunday to be going super far for a show I've probably already seen and uh, he's already seen. I mean, we see him at least once a year, Gabriel, and we just didn't feel like doing it. Like, when you've heard, when you, but if you've seen one show, you've seen them all, like, hardly, they hardly ever change, and, um, so we stayed home, and then we actually, we actually went house shopping Sunday, instead of just this comedy show, we went to look at a few houses, um, and that was Sunday, that was our Valentine's Day weekend, super romantic, between, Las Vegas robbing us with Uber and you know Vegas baby woo Vegas what time is it now 705 <laughs>
Oh, man. Oh, I've been talking for 48 minutes. That's cool. Maybe that's enough time, I think. Because told you guys I got married. Told you about December. I know there was something I wanted to bring up that I said I'll talk about it later, but I already forgot. Um, January was Hawaii. February, we're still in. Shortest month. Oh, well, I got a new job. So it's my first job since being out of the military. And it's, uh, it's going well. It's cool. I mean... Who doesn't love to work right? And then what are we doing? Uh, so we put some offers into some homes. And we were giving it this weekend. to. We should be hearing hopefully back today from one of them. Because the house, the the latest, the recent, the most recent house we put an offer on is, is like a fixer-upper. But it's not that bad. But they want a certain price so we don't feel like the house is worth that much especially with all the work we have to do to it because when we bought the home we have now it was completely it was definitely should have been on Chip and Joanne's Gaines show like they should have redone the house but we did it and we did it ourselves we didn't like pay somebody to do it we I helped too not just the men of the family I tore out carpet in my house tore out tile from our kitchen tore down walls, painted me and my mother-in-law, painted our whole house in one and a half days, painted the house. Like, our house is completely different than we bought it. So this house that we put an offer in is, uh, it needs work to it. But, uh, the people who are selling, um, you know, when you have a home, you just feel it's worth more than what people are probably going to offer you, even you're offering like even your listing price. So we put an offer the first day they went on the market and it's been it's been two weeks now, I think. Well it's been one whole one whole week. So two it's been Well it doesn't matter. One whole week we're giving them two whole weekends to see if they could get new offers. This weekend was their second whole weekend. Today we hope to Find out if they said yes or find out if they said no. Because if they said yes, I got to go pull out weeds in my own house because then we're going to sell our house. So I'm not trying to be a landlord to anybody. I don't want to deal with renters. Been there, done that. It's not fun. And uh, we just want to sell our house and get another house. Take all our crazy pets with us. Get more chickens because we only have two. We started with five and now we got two. But, uh... Yeah, that's been my life lately, you know, living it up. Just kidding. But um, that's it. I'll catch you guys next time. Maybe I'll do this more often, but I probably won't and do it every few months. Or maybe maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it every day. Everybody go listen to the Mega Man podcast. He's already on episode 289. See you guys later. This has been Adventures with Teresa. Say hi to my kitty kitty. Hi, kitty kitty. Not gonna purr or say nothing. Yeah, usually he talks when I say something to him, but of course he's not going to. Right now, it's 7.09 a.m. Let's see when I let this out. It's been Adventures with Teresa again. Bye.